Welcome to the Mindset Hackers Podcast, where we will discuss topics that will help you level up both personally and professionally. If you haven't subscribed, please do so now so that you never miss an episode. Now, let's get going. What is up, Mindset Hackers? Thank you so much for joining me today. Holy shit, this episode has been at least six months in the making. I have one of the most incredible guests with me. He's a guy that I look up to as both a mentor, a leader, a partner, a colleague, a friend. He's someone who has really inspired me. And I got to slow down for just a minute to really shed some light on who my guest is today before I dive in with him. We start dropping some fire because that's what we always do. Um, He is a franchise owner of two very thriving franchises. And a few years ago, he started uh, following... Uh, our co-mentor, and really diving deep into some mindset work. And since then, he's been able to exponentially grow his business. He's also stepped up as a leader in one of the top coaching communities in this world. Um, He was uh, put on the line with me once when I was trying to decide if I needed to join a mastermind with, with my current mentor and wasn't really sure if I should do it or what was going on behind the scenes. And he just said, you know, I got someone to talk to. He's so much like you. So I got on the phone. His name is Amar Assad. And I got on the phone with him. I just remember this, this so distinctly. This was last April, I think, or last May. And we just had this conversation for about an hour and a half. And this guy just lights me up. He's so fucking inspiring to me. And about six months ago, when I started getting more active on this podcast, I, you know, I knew that I needed to have him on here, but for some reason we hadn't had the chance to do that. So today is the day. I want you guys to meet my good friend. I call him my Kaizen brother. Kaizen means constant and never-ending improvement. He is someone that I look up to in so many ways. But I know he, he feels the same about me, and he's he's just a really good friend. So thankful to have him. Okay, I've gone on a little bit. I'm going to bring him on now. Mar, how are you doing today? <laughs> oh, my God, Simon. After that buildup, brother, I don't know. I mean, let's just end the podcast right now. I just feel like I'm on a high the way you hype me up, bro. Like I'm doing amazing, man. Absolutely amazing. Dude, you and I, when we get together, holy shit. It's just crazy. Cause like before we started recording, Omar and I, we just start getting going on stuff on different topics. And then it's like, why don't we record that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I mean, and that's how, you know, man, like you, like you're, you're called my cousin brother. Like you're just my brother. And Simon and I just have this Simon has this energy, if you guys don't know, it's called full send, let's freaking go, I'll, I'll be PG on this. Uh, and, you know, Simon has been a big insp- inspiration to the mentor program that we've been a part of. And I'm just excited to just jam out with you, dude, because we always have fun with this. Well, thank you so much. And you're welcome to drop an F-bomb. Like, um, I just feel like we should be the authentic version of ourselves and <laughs> don't overly use that. But let's, uh, you know, just be you on this podcast. I just want to have the real you. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who know your name. Um, let's start out with this. Can you, uh, you know, I wanted to just ask you about your business. So I mentioned in the intro, um, and we won't spend too much time on this because I want to go into leadership and taking action. I know you and I are fired up about that topic and it's something that really can create a dream future for people. Like they, people can absolutely have whatever they want if they have knowledge and they take it. This is my formula that I always say. Knowledge plus action minus the overthink equals massive results. So today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, taking action and a little bit about leadership. But before I go into that, uh, in the intro, I said that you have two thriving 
franchises and you were able to step away once you started really cultivating an entrepreneurial mindset and also other tenants of mindset, you're able to massively blow up your business. Can you tell me just like quickly in a couple of minutes about what happened? Cause this was before I knew you. Yeah, no, it, uh, it all started with just staffing. Um, for me, it was, it was the fact that I wanted to have full control um, when, you know, just kind of, you get nervous when you're a business owner and it's your baby. And so I wanted to kind of have my hands in every type of, uh, you know, situation because it was hard with trust. I got, I've been burnt before in business. So I had that, that shirt, that, that dirty t-shirt of like, I've been burnt before. So with, uh, with that being said, um, after with our mentors, Rob and Dean, of course, they, uh, they pretty much like we, we dug in, we leaned into it. And long story short, I, uh, I wasn't trusting. So uh, I hired a district manager. I hired another manager. I hired a, a bunch of extra people. And I just let the universe do its thing. And because we were fully staffed, we were able to kind of step away and not travel as much. But my franchises are about three hours away from here. So I would go two, three times a week minimum, drive back and forth, drive back and forth. And because we're, implement, because we're able to uh, implement, number one, the uh, staffing. So then we we're in shorthanded. And you got to remember during COVID, it was so hard to find people. So we just overstaffed. And then from there, it was just trusting. And it's so hard to say that. And it was just like, let it just be. And then we were able to uh, just, uh, you know, from there take off. And I'm, I'm very, very blessed and, and, and humble that we're able to uh, do well, even though I, I stepped away and, and have kind of take my hands off of uh, stop touching, touching the business, I guess, physically, but trying to trust more. And, and that's been very, very successful so far. Uh, isn't that interesting? So you're talking about like, we always say like the universe, uh, the universe has our back. We just got to trust the universe. And you literally did that. And now you live a life where you're making more money probably than you ever have. You're living the dream life. You're working less. You have more time with your family, less stress. Isn't that interesting? Trust the universe and all that comes out of it, right? It's crazy. But you said something earlier uh, when you're doing your little formula and it's called, well, you said minus overthinking. That was something that uh, I didn't minus. I just kept on overthinking. And, uh, you know, and we hear this all the time. 85% of your thoughts are like bullshit anyway that you think through or you stress out throughout the day and uh, don't even occur. Isn't that the stat? Isn't that what it's called? It's that 85% of, uh, you know, the things in your mind that, that you, the negative things in your mind don't even occur, don't even happen. So I overthought a lot about it. And then once I was able, once I, I felt like I had the support from you in the community, it was like, let me just, trust the process. And from there, as I said, man, it's been, it's been amazing. And to spend that time with my four beautiful uh, kids and my beautiful wife, Shannon, and just, as I said, being able to, to do events with you in Austin, Cabo, and being able to just, you know, change the world one day at a time, baby. That's amazing. It's the, the reason why I had that in the formula. And originally I, I used to tell people knowledge plus action equals results. And then I changed it to knowledge plus action because those are just very simple things. It's not like rocket science, but we spend so much time overthinking. The crazy thing is our brain consumes so much energy. So if you can get into a place where you're trusting, trusting lens to not overthinking, you're taking that energy and redirecting it in the place that you, so you're telling me that worked out perfect for you. You were able to get rid of the overthink, trust that it's going to work out, trust the people that you're working with and divert that energy, not only into accelerating your business, but also giving you more time back and more freedom to do exactly what you want. Yes. My passion. And that is, you know, mentoring and coaching, you know, the badass coaches of the future, which is what you and I love to do. I mean, it just 
gets us excited, dude. Well, each and every day. And when I see the wins in the group, I mean, I just get excited. I start like sharing it. I just start showing it to my wife. I start screenshotting it and, and sending it to Robin Dean, just get all fired up because I just love that shit, man. I fucking love when somebody comes in day one and says, I don't think I can do this. And then all of a sudden, four or five weeks later, they're quitting their job. They made $10,000 in 30 days. And they're like, because of you, man, because of you. And it's like, holy shit. No, you took action. And it's just that gratifying feeling that I just fucking love, dude. Oh, I love that. You are such a good leader. I can't wait to ask you about that. But since we're on the equation, knowledge, which is what we do as coaches, we teach people formulas on how to be successful, how to do what they want, how to monetize that. But the component that you and I want to dig into a little bit more is action. Why yes, did you miss? So this, this uh, earlier today, before we started the hot podcast, get a message from Amar. He's like, I'm so fucking fired up. I was like, what do you want to dig into? Cause I kind of wanted to talk about his business, but he's like, I want to talk about taking action. Why is that on your mind? My friend. It's because change happens in two ways, Simon, either you control your change or the universe controls the change for you. And nine times out of 10, when you don't take action, you're not in control of your destiny. That is why it's very important to take action. That's why I'm very passionate about taking action. And for people who join any type of program that they invest their hard earned money, and then they just sit in the back and they don't, and they say, what's wrong with this program? And they blame the program. They blame coaches. I've, I've heard it all, but the, at the end of the day, the root is they have not taken action. So that is why I was very excited to talk to you about that. Because once again, it's either you control the change or just the universe is going to make the change for you. Be con in control of your change. That's Absolutely. why. I, I, there's a quote I heard that sometimes you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail. And it makes me think of like when people are afraid to take action, like you're not safe from being the nail. You're going to like, people are often afraid to go take action because they have to open up a new door and they don't know what's behind the door. The crazy thing is by staying still, you are, you're, you're not a moving target, right? Like no, it'll be easier for you to get hit. So doing nothing exposes you to life coming after you and hitting you. Or like what we brought up before, uh, before you hit record was how, um, you know, you distract yourself from taking action. It's like, I know I need to work on growing my business, but I'm going to deflect and pretend, you know, or not pretend I'm going to be busy, but not productive. And that's something, once again, holding you back from taking action. I'm just so busy. And then you and I know what's another word for, you know, being I'm so busy. I don't give a shit. That's just kind of what it is. You prioritize what you need and what you want. And that's why I feel that taking action in any aspect of what you do in your life is going to get you to your goals, whether it's family goals, whether it's money goals, whether it's sport, whatever goals that you want, take action. You got to start by taking action, by taking action. Right. Let's talk about that for a sec. So um, you're talking about how some, some people, I call it sometimes busyness or maybe like covert action. And what I see a lot of times too is, is people will sign up for a course. So they're gaining the knowledge part, or they could be gaining the knowledge, but then they don't uh, take that information and do something with it. Um, sometimes I, well, and I've been guilty of that in the past too. I remember once I was looking at my Kindle library, this growing Kindle library of stuff that I haven't <laughs> even read. It's like, oh, okay, great. I'm a knowledge collector. Uh, I also call it like, like covert action is where you dis you and I kind of discussed this about how people will disguise. They think they're taking action in their head, but they're avoiding something. Can you give me a couple examples of like situations where you've been helping somebody 
who has so much potential and um, you notice and you maybe you had to give them a little bit of a nudge because they're taking covert action. They're doing, you know, you mentioned an example to me earlier, but tell us a little bit more about how people take covert action and how does one tell if they are skirting around and avoiding the thing that's going to get their business into top shape by saying it's something else? Give me some examples. Oh, this, is a, this is a great question. I mean, perfect example, because we work with coaches each and every week, some badass coaches, uh, is that they they sign up for an amazing program and they're excited and they're like, and they have that dream. They have that vision. They share that dream. They share that vision. I'm like, let's go. And then week one, they, they do the work. Week two, they try to get clients. And then within three, four days, it's like, it's not working, you know, and it's, uh, patient. It's, it's being, being scared to hear the word, no rejection, fear of rejection. So this, so to, to answer your question, there was a, one of the coaches, uh, reached out to me and was very, very, uh, down. And I said, Hey, so let's, let's hop on a call, hopped on a call. And he was, he was stating that, you know, hasn't signed the client was very, very upset about it. And, you know, said he's doing everything right. So I said, Hey, let's, let me look at your schedule, share the screen. And then I saw all these calls that the person had lined up and I was like, what are you doing over there? Why do you have a call with this person and that person and that person? And he said, well, you know, I wanted to uh, get on this call because I wanted to help them out with sales. I wanted to help them out with marketing. I wanted to help them out with A, B, C, D, E, F, D. So it's like, oh, so what you're doing is deflecting so you can focus on somebody else's goals to avoid doing your goals because at the end of the day, you're scared of the fear of rejection. That's just what it is. They're scared to take action because of hearing no. And an example with me, as I say, like, I'm okay to lose. I will lose and I will keep losing, but I promise you, I gained something from that, from that loss. But once I start winning, watch the fuck out, Simon, because that's just it. I'm patient, but once it comes down to it, I'm going to crush it. And I'm learning that the biggest issue about uh, people not taking action examples is that they're not patient. They just want... They, they want it all immediately and it's got to be consistent and it's going to be patient. If you can stick with it, sky's the limit, dude. Sky is the limit. Absolutely. It's so interesting because like podcasters, oh my God, average podcaster quits after six episodes. Boom. Are you fucking kidding me? You yeah, want to be a podcaster? Yeah. So I do three in a week now and start out like that. But it's just like, I believe that. I believe that like, it's, it's kind of like growing a garden. You can't see the garden growing if you're sitting there with a magnifying glass trying to observe it. Like you've got to give that stuff time. You've got to let it uh, grow on its own. And, and like you said, trust. But um, let's talk about the fear of rejection. I think that's huge. A lot of people, in my opinion, is like the value in getting on a call is to overcome that fear of rejection. Like to me, the, the sales come in once you lean into the ability to get, you know, on a call, a sales call with somebody and do it for the sole purpose of getting better, get better with connecting, serve that person, help them out. But I think what, what a lot of people do is they want the result. They want the sale, they want the deal. And they're so fixated on that. And the thing that holds them back is they're afraid of not getting that. But when they lean into being willing to get better at a call and connect with somebody and add value, let that other person walk away with something of value. That's where the sales really start to blow up. But how do you coach people who have a fear of rejection? They want to start a bit because here's the reality, my friends, especially with small business entrepreneurs, you know, in the beginning, you're going to have to go through that. 
Like you can be the best coach in the world, whatever you do, best consultant, you know, best artist. But like, if you can't sell or market, you're not going to make money. So Amar, I know you hear this all the time. You have people who are struggling with that component. They may be really, really good at what they do and they're afraid of rejection. How do you coach them out of that? Well, let them know, first off, failure is not the opposite of success. It's actually a part of success. So you need to fall on your face a few times, but the key is, as you know, the cliche says, just get back up. So with, with everybody, um, as far as like the consistency is concerned, is that there's no consistency side. That's just what it comes down to. You got to be consistent. And with, you know, I, again, I guess it's actually answering your question because I know we kind of went on a long way. Did you like, it's more about the fear. Because we, we started with the fear of rejection. And the, the biggest thing why people are scared about, like, it's, it's because they haven't heard no. Like, you and I had this conversation right before we started about you're going to have some badass people on your podcast. Everybody stay tuned. He's going to have some badass people on here. But we said Simon could have easily been scared and been like, oh, no, but worst thing they could have said to you is no. And you were like, who gives a shit? I'll just on to the next. And I feel that people are just scared to hear the word no because it's an ego thing. It's all 100% ego. Ego is not your friend when you are in your business, when you're in business. You got to throw that ego out the window. Ego will, dis- ego will destroy you uh, if you are trying to grow a business. I can tell you that right now. You should have nothing to hold you back. Other than that, because I can tell you firsthand, people will say all they want in the beginning, but when you're successful, all of a sudden they'll reach out to you, you want to know all the secrets and, and, and success and want to be a part of it. Trust me, seen it firsthand. Dude, that's amazing. Um, yeah, it's funny because uh, I was, uh, to give some context behind that before and I, Amar and I hit the record button, I was talking about uh, something I actually blocked out in my schedule, which is called, I, I'm calling it moonshot Monday, where I just like go for a big ask. And it's so like, I kind of get like off on the thrill of doing that. I'm just like, how bad can I get shot down? Cause I don't want to be a victim of that. Like to me, the, the win is doing it. And yes. then if, if it's a yes, it's like, well, that was kind of cool and kind of unexpected, but it's like, for me, it's like, I kind of feel like, um, a rush from that. Right. Um, the, the athletes that do crazy stuff, jump out of planes. And stuff. my rush comes from making a big ask. So I think that oh, it, yeah. the ego thing though, let's tell me about that. What's, what's, how's ego played a role in your career, in your evolution? How's it held you back? And how did you get over that? I mean, ego in the beginning was very difficult. I mean, it was very difficult because it was like, I lived in New York city my whole life. And then I moved out to, to Raleigh, then from Raleigh to Charlotte, Charlotte to Hilton Head, Hilton Head back to Charlotte. Like it was, you know, I've been, I've been all over the place, but the ego has held me back because I've been the quote unquote, like rental car guy, you know? So it was like kind of scared to like, to dabble into anything else, even though I knew I was great in business, great in sales and everything. But I felt like I was always worried about what others thought, close family, close friends. If um, I did anything else, you know, I was, you know, making, making a, a decent living. So I'm able to provide for my family. And it's like, you know, grow, growing up in Brooklyn, New York with just like, with, you know, not, not necessarily with all the money in the world. We were, we were by no means rich. And uh, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. So to see that where I'm, where I'm at, like right now, it was like an ego issue uh, because it was like, I was number one, I've never made money before like this. So it was like, okay, number one, do I, I had to like pretend I was making less than then I made more because it was like, I didn't want people to know me that making that much money business breakthrough when I was able to crush it. You know, I didn't tell a lot of people that for a while 
because once again, it was like, are they going to hit me up? Are they going to want it? Is it, you know, or it was just like, so ego as well was, you know, like, are they going to think I'm weird? Because when I did, I joined, uh, when I joined Business Breakthrough, it was right in the heart of COVID 2020. Like my business was not, not busy at all. We had no idea what to expect. And then when I realized like, wow, this is my purpose, Simon, like, this is what I love to do. Um, that's when I just didn't give a shit about it. I started growing from there, hearing, talking to people in the program, for example, somebody saying, yeah, I can't, I'm not going to put that post out of, uh, you know, because you're a badass LinkedIn coach. And they're like, I don't want to put a, a, a post out there because, you know, Nancy from accounting is going to, you know, judge me or, or, or that person or th that, but. Once they do it and I got the message list, you know, and it goes, oh my God, I just did it. I got one enrollment call. And you said it yourself. It doesn't matter if they actually sign it. The, the fact that they just did it and were able to feel that like rush of holy shit, what, what I was taught worked and I'm able to get on a call and possibly coach somebody. Dude, it's a rush and rush. I love that. I totally agree. I can feel your energy. It's interesting because you brought up social media, which I think is a really good way for people to utilize to get out of their own head when it comes to worrying about what other, other people think. But one thing I'd like to add too is when you're, when you're held in like a prison of your mind, meaning that like you need to make sales and you're so worried about rejection, you're creating that prison. Same thing with when you worry too much about what others think. And so to me, the real value is getting out of the prison to break through the prison. How you do it is by not worrying about the outcome, but the doing exactly what you don't want to do. Exactly. And I mean, that's why, that's why I do cold showers every morning. Yeah. I was talking to my wife about that. She was just like, Oh, so like doing the cold showers actually makes you do the things that you don't want to do subconsciously throughout the day. That is what you think I enjoy taking cold showers. Fuck no, I don't enjoy doing it. I mean, you know, I really don't. I'll be honest with you, man. Every time I try to, talk myself out of it, Simon, every morning, I try to talk myself out of it. But I still do it. And by me being able to do it in the morning, I'm able to conquer my inner bitch, as Rob calls it throughout the day, if anything pops up, if I got to take care of things like, you know, my wife now puts like, a, like a certain things of like envelopes or bills or stuff that I got to look at, she puts it in there. And it's like, those are my inner bitch stuff. I just want to ignore them. But it's like, no, I got to take care of them. So and that's kind of like where it is. So that's why I start off my day with that cold shower. I love that. I love that you are a fellow ice man. I, the funny thing is, is I get like this weird sense of pleasure jumping in because it doesn't feel good and I hyperventilate, but I'm just like, this is fucking badass. Just the willingness to be able to do that. And to your point, I think cold showers are a really good way to cultivate the muscle of leaning into stuff that you don't necessarily want to do. That's a big difference. Okay. I'm going to hop into leadership in just a minute, but can you share me like you got such a badass mindset what else do you do besides cold showers? Like walk me through, like, I know you had a massive transformation once you joined the Kaizen mastermind. And, you know, it was before I met you, by the time you and I hop, hopped on the phone, I saw a little bit of evolution, but you did a lot of hardcore work. Can you give me a look behind the scenes of what created Amar of mid 2020 to this Amar, this amazing leader, this guy with such confidence and iron mindset like what are some of the practices that you took in to create this um when i mean that's a great great question so when i joined in, uh, in july 2020 um my goal was just to make the investment back as as you know right and then being over there the first two to three weeks um 
into the program, I was like, this, this is just, you know, like I, I just was questioning it and thinking like it wasn't wrong. I almost, had, you, you know, you know, I almost left. I almost didn't join that program. Right. I was going to call Colton and cancel. And then I, uh, you know, decided to stick through it. And then within three weeks, I just kept on questioning, questioning, questioning. And then um, I asked Rob a question uh, on one of the lives and he goes, if you think it's going to be a bitch, Amar, it's going to be a bitch. And that quote right there, and, uh, you know, for the people who are watching, and I keep this with me at all times, right? Because this was literally the quote that turned the switch for me. That is awesome. I wonder if we should title that the episode. Yeah, dude. And again, if you think it's going to be a bitch, it's going to be a bitch. Incredible. He called me out in front of everybody in the live, and that's what I needed. So it was like, holy shit, my mind is in the gutter. I do focus more on the negative than I do on the positive. I kept on talking about how this program didn't work and not once even entertained the fact of what if it did work? What if, you know, I did put in the action? So I was like, okay, I got seven weeks left in this program. Let me make the best out of it. And then we were able to bring in $252,000 in sales. And then from there was able, you know, to help out some people, uh, you know, that needed some help, that needed some guidance. And I loved hopping on those calls. And then um, Rob, reached out to me and then uh asked uh, rob and dean both reached out to me and asked to be a part of the team and from there dude we're here you and i are here right now so that's literally what happened that quote right there was a switch for me i love I that kept, yeah dude you know what i've been chewing on lately amar is because I, I hear this all the time and it relates to what you just said if you think it's going to be this it's going to be this and the what i'm hearing a lot of is i'm not good with sales i'm not good with tech I'm not good with being on in front of a camera. I'm not good oh, yeah. with talking into a microphone, which is something I said before. And the, but the thing is, is I realize you're not good until you're good. And if you label yourself, like it's very similar to if it's going to be a bitch, if you say it is, it, it is because you said it. Like, so when I hear people say that, I just said, because you said it. So if you say well, yeah. you're not good at sales or you're not good at tech or you're not good at social media, then your mind has just given you an out. Because you've described yourself that way. You've told yourself, like, that's like a negative affirmation, right? Affirmation is like, I am powerful. I'm confident. I'm limitless. I'm not good with sales. That's the opposite of an affirmation. It's a negative exactly, affirmation. Man. Crazy, and, huh? and, 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 you know, you and I coach a lot of the, a lot of the, the same people and they're amazing people, but it's, it's, it's in their head. Again, focus on the negative. Um, over the positive and I can talk to that and I feel like that's why I'm very relatable um, in the community is because I've had those thoughts I question everything I did I did do that but then I, I was able to have that switch and share that with the community understand hey I started the way you did the difference between you and I is I decided to eliminate distractions remember I had the support from my wife because at the time the calls were at 8 p.m when I was a part of the program uh it was later and I mean I know you joined early on as well so you, uh, you know, can understand that, but it was just more about, let me see what I can do. And the support is important as you, you know, like support is important. I, I have a great support circle. I have an awesome friend, amazing wife, amazing family. And for them to be like, Hey, do your thing, do your thing for the next seven, eight weeks, see what it comes out of it. And then realizing my life has changed because of it, dude. And it's like, and then seeing people in this community literally join because they were, you know, fans of a podcast. And then all of a sudden they're quitting their jobs, making 10 to $12,000 a month, Simon. 
literally from the, I'm going to use the switch. They just, they, they, they got that switch over, out of their head about, Hey, I'm going to focus on the positive, not the negative, because as we both know, the brain loves to be comfortable. And sometimes you got to listen to your gut and not your brain. And I, and I feel like I've been doing more of that, just kind of leaning more into like my bot, my body signals versus, uh, you know, just the mind where it just wanted to protect and keep me safe and not do anything uncomfortable. I love that. So to summarize Amar's secrets to success, cold showers, community, and being around people who can support you and not letting the inner bitch win. If you think it's going to be a bitch, it's going to be a bitch. So uh, mark those down. Mindset hackers. Make sure you take note given, of that. You will never go broke given. Remember that, man. Oh, I you love that. Never go broke given. I can just tell you that. Um, you know, my my dad. I'm lucky to say, like, I wish I could be half the man he is because this is a guy that would literally give you the shirt off his back. He doesn't care if anything bothers him. He's he's great to go. But it's also like Simon. If you know, if you give with intentions, it's called manipulation. You know, so it's like don't expect anything. If I want to give you a hug and you don't want to give me a hug, I can't be mad at you because I'm giving you the hug. It's like, you don't, you give, don't give with intent, you know, don't give with intentions of something getting back. That's called manipulation. You will never go broke giving pure. I love that. The funny thing is, is I, I talk about that. I'm so, that's probably why you and I connect so well that, for another <laughs> reason, because it's like giving feels so fucking good. The other thing is, is like, it gets you out of that mindset of like, it's going to take something away from me to give, whether that's money or love, friendship, a conversation, you know, kudos, like that's a big one. A lot of people hold back like compliments because they feel it's going to take, but when you, when you start giving, not only does it feel incredible, but it gets you out of that mindset of giving is going to take something away from me and make me less. Holy shit. That levels you up right there, dude. That was some awesome shit. Okay. Um, we're gonna wrap this up in probably like eight or 10 minutes. Well, fuck it. We'll go as long as we want. want, But, um, (laughs) let's talk leadership, dude. Yeah, baby. Okay, so leaders, baby. You are an incredible leader. You lead by example. You have 100% accountability. Uh, One thing I find like you, you just have such amazing core values. What are some of the tenets of becoming an incredible leader? Like, what is a a path of a leader look like? I've never been. Well, I shouldn't say that, but I, I've, I've rarely stepped into formal leadership. I've been an informal mentor and leader, but what is the pathway of somebody who wants to start, you know, stepping into that leadership part of themselves? What does that look like? Um, it, it looks like putting your ego on the side. That's number one. You know, if you put your ego on the side, you got to lead people who are hungrier then you may lead people that are hungry than you or not as hungry as you. But the, the, the key for me is if you want an opportunity, Simon, to, I teach Wednesday sales class for Rob Dial. If you want an opportunity to showcase like what you have, I'm going to trust in you because leaders make leaders. The speed of the, the, speed of the leader, the speed of the team, as they say. And for me, it's very important to share the spotlight. I've seen leaders that I've looked up to that just want all the attention. And for me, it's the other leaders that I was, um, you know, I guess inspired by, it was kind of a, I like to call it the clubhouse. You remember the clubhouse app fighting off, fighting for the mic type situation. And where like, I realized like, Hey, no, I rather, 
I'm okay sharing the spotlight. I don't, I don't need the spotlight. And if you really believe that, you that's kind of where it was. You know, I'll bring up um, Natalie because I know she was a member of your your uh, podcast. Uh, she was on your podcast, right? Was she on it already? Yes, she was. So with Natalie, um, I reached out to her because um, Misty was was tied up on a. Uh, you know, tied up with something to do and I needed somebody to help me out on my Wednesday call. So I reached out to her and had her for the first time go out on that call and, and kind of show, show, showcase her, her, her goods. And, uh, you know, she's very spiritual, very wooey. And she's one of the most, like, I think one of the most influential people in the program because she was able to step in that, you know, step on the stage and be able to go there and deliver without any pressure or any type of attention fighting, you know, and that's, that's big for me. I mean, you've been on my calls and you, you've, you've, you were definitely were fucking badass and your energy was amazing. And that's how you and I love to jam out, but it's that issue of like, yeah, I want this person to succeed because I want that person to succeed. So it's, it's all about just making leaders leaders where it's, it's so important. I have four young kids this, you know, the world's not looking so pretty right now. And why not? Why not now? Why not start right now trying to influence and, and, and uh, give people that opportunity who want to be leaders, you know, who want to be leaders. If you want to be a leader, step up, reach out, reach out to somebody. If somebody, you know, inspires you, tell them that people reached out to me and said that about me, which is still weird to, to swallow, but I've done that to people as well. And, you know, I tell you all the time, man, you're an inspiration, Simon, you're a fucking badass. It's, it's important. And I surround myself around people like you. That is the most important thing about being with a leadership as well, is you surround yourself against around badass leaders as well. And you just create them. You want to, you want to kind of bang them out in like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a factory. I just want leaders everywhere because I want the future to have a bunch of good people that are doing good for not just them, but for everybody, because enough's enough, man. It's like this cycle of justice, bullshit, negative news and all that. Like, I don't, I don't want my kids to deal with the stuff that you and I dealt with growing up. I agree. I think it's on us to create a different world. I, I opt out of like negativity, negative news. I like, don't pay attention to that. I believe that we have the ability to create. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I try to surround myself with people like Amar. And you've heard of a lot of these amazing guests. These are not people that I get some get from some uh, company that promotes podcasters. These are like my friends that I hang out with. And that was something that was important to me is to surround myself with people that have very high quality values, people who, who are very trustworthy, who have big ambitions, big goals, uh, people that I can um, share in their successes with. Um, Amara, tell me, uh, what's, what's the big picture for you? What's next? I know that you, um, have played a big role in this shared community that we have. Um, you're so good on the microphone. I've been, you've been, I remember you bugged me to start a podcast. I didn't even think of doing that. Um, right. here we are. Uh, you've got your businesses in check. They're thriving. Um, what are you going to, what, what's up, up for you? Like what's, what's, uh, in your horizon? I mean, uh, my, my horizon is just to keep, uh, right now I love to be a part of, um, Rob Dial's team. It's, it's just a, it's a true blessing because I've coached over 500 coaches, mentored a bunch of just badass powerhouses who are changing the world. So I want to continue to do that and just keep leveling up and growing, um, with, with Rob and Dean and the team. And also 
at the same time, have, you know, make sure I support my franchises and making sure I'm there for my team as well, because that's the one thing that um, I'm there. I have meetings with them every day. I get on the conference calls with them because at the end of the day, I got to lead them as well. So that, that for me, so the big picture for me, man, is just to keep, keep on showing up, keep on taking action and keep on leading kind of to talk about what this episode's about. And, uh, and the one biggest thing I, I want to share with everybody is reach out to somebody who inspires you reach out to somebody that you see that, Hey, you know what? That's pretty cool. Like I want to kind of be like them. How did they get to that level? How did they change from being a party animal to now being responsible? Reach out to people who inspire you because I can tell you right now, they will mentor and help you or whatever it is that you need to get to that next level, but you got to take action and start by asking. Right. I think sometimes people wait for things to, you know, sometimes it's, they don't even realize it, but they're waiting for those people to fall in their laps, go out, reach out to somebody. It's surprising how receptive people can be to that. Amar, do you have a plans for a podcast in the future? I mean, I got the microphone, baby. Oh, so shit. That's a start. Yes. Um, it's in the works. Uh, I had some delays, no excuse, but um, I'm looking to hopefully do it by May. That's, that's the goal. And uh, you will be on that podcast. That's for damn sure. I already got you on the list, but yes, my, uh, May is the goal. And it's going to be called a leader's life with Amar. That's incredible. I'm so excited. Is there anywhere that people who have listened to this podcast that are not a coach that are part of our coaching community can um, get some of your content? Do you have anything publicly uh, put out yet? Or is this put just on Instagram? Over? You can just on Instagram is the best way right now. Um, that's, that's where a lot of people reach out to me from there. If they want to hear more about like the business breakthrough program or anything like that. Um, but it's, that's, that's where a lot of people have been reaching out to me for now until I get everything going with the podcast. Because at the same time, as I said, I got my franchise. I got to keep them both separate. That's been a tough part. So uh, that's, that's kind of why I have to uh, figure it out. And that's where the delay is. But, but I'm starting to see everything. And I'm getting, getting stuff in place so I can be focused. Because I don't like to do anything half-assed. And that's kind of what it's either all or nothing. And I, uh, I just don't want to do the podcast half assed Like I want to go full, full send, full send, baby. Full send. Well, here's the deal. When you get that launched, I want you to count on me to help you blow that shit up. Uh, Mindset hackers, please share this with somebody that you know who could use this episode. There's a lot of really good guidance in here from Amar. Me and him are brothers and we're going to be doing some more stuff together in the future. Please hit the subscribe button. Uh, also, if you are on Apple or Spotify, it's easy to drop a rating. I would love for you to do that. Uh, Spotify just added a feature where you can do this. Another cool thing that Spotify added is the video feature. I was really lucky to get in on um, the beta for video. So uh, you can see Amar and his handsome face if you are on Spotify, but please... <laughs> Drop some stars for me, even if they're only one. Hopefully that isn't the case, but I just now want to- give them some five stars. Come on, look at that energy. You ain't gonna get this energy anywhere yeah. else. <laughs> okay, crew, awesome. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in.